this and better health 400 betting picks edition of the nascar gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by game time your home for the lowest price last minute tickets download the game time app today and use promo code sgpn for 20 percent off we're also brought to you by underdog fantasy play underdog pick them for a chance to win 100x promo code sgpn at underdogfantasy.com for a 100 deposit match we're also brought to you by hall of fame bets the sports betting research platform for parlays player props and game lines download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com use code sgpn to get 50 percent off of your first month and start making smarter bets today driver start in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb And five days a week, 365 days, well, okay, maybe not that many a year, we are talking racing things. It is, of course, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. Cody, we, we got just so blessed yesterday to actually have truck odds way early, which sort of made our schedule okay again because we were almost going to have to skip a day and kind of come back to it today with the cup, but... Thank goodness we didn't. And now today, Cody, we get to do Cup. How blessed are we? Back on track. Cup Series picks. It's all up. Appreciate it, books. Thanks for giving us all the options. A lot of stuff out there this week. We love it. Welcome back. Uh, if you joined us last week, we appreciate you checking it out again. Excited to break down the race in Atlanta this week. Like Rod said, we had the Truck Series pod yesterday, so go back and, and listen to that. Xfinity Series pod will be tomorrow. And then, of course, uh, finish up the week with some DFS some underdog on uh, Friday. I don't even know what to. We were just talking about it. So we're, our week is so screwed up because the race is on a Monday and nobody even knows what day it is anymore. <laughs> it's funny how our internal clock just goes off of race schedule, right? I mean, you especially during the season. Granted, last week was the first week of the season, right? The regular season. So we had to adjust again to this, but we didn't even get a chance to adjust to the normal schedule. It was literally a, a, an adjusted schedule already. So now we do have to fall into the normal of Sunday. And then what comes Monday is the recap. And then Tuesday. And then, yeah, so... Bear with us as we get our bearings again because the regular season didn't get off to the right start. Yeah, exactly. But here we are, ready to pick Atlanta. We're doing it all over again, basically, Rod. So, uh, man, Atlanta, it's going to be lots of similar but different. Similar but different. We'll get into that. Uh, then Daytona, sort of the same style of racing. But uh, love the chat is lighting up already. Uh, Walter was in here early. Uh, with the let's fucking go, the Atlanta baby, let's fucking go 30 minutes away. He was counting it down, waiting. Steven with the Ross Chastain pick again. 
Steve and Rod and I were just looking through the paint schemes before Ooh, we jumped on yes. here. Some pretty nice paint schemes those are over on the NASCAR app. So uh, let us know your daughter's pick. I know things didn't go well for her last week with Harrison Burton getting taken out in the first two laps. But uh, Walter, again, let's go racing. Cheers, Dos Flacos. Cheers, and JDK Water. with money making time. Let's fucking go. Oh, yes, we're back to do it again. I love this. Uh, and Danny, <laughs> Danny's not going to like, Danny's not going to like the show here in a minute. Let's go, young money, he says. Kyle Larson, of course. Um, we'll have some some thoughts on that in a few minutes. <laughs> I know. Um, you know, so we talk about Atlanta and we talk about similar but different. I really like what Derek uh, kind of coined this as. And I don't know if he coined this phrase, but if he did, I'm going to give him full credit because I heard it on his show. A handling super speedway. I, I like that because there's a little bit more uh, skill involved in this type of a super speedway race than there is the complete and total free-for-all that is a Daytona, is a Talladega. So, uh, yeah, Derek, Derek, I think, said that very well, that it's a handling super speedway. So I, I like that. We're going we're gonna to put that into, into use, Derek, whether or not that's yours or not. I hope it is. Uh, we're going we're gonna to actually coin this a handling uh, super speedway. So thank you, Derek, for that. Yeah, uh, that's a great way to put it. Uh, oops, uh, JDK with the Eric Jones top 10. Stay uh, stay tuned. We might be talking about that here in a minute. A super intermediate, he says. That's kind of a good one. Um, so, again, we talked about this a little bit on the truck race, but Atlanta is kind of its own beast, right? It's uh, They've only run, so they repaved it after the 2021 season. So anything you're looking at before, you know, 2021 and earlier doesn't matter. It's zero correlation to the, the current track that Atlanta is. They repaved it after 2021. They redesigned it to be a super speedway to race like a Daytona, race like a Talladega. They bring the super speedway package, so it's going to be the same type of racing, but on a smaller track. Daytona's 2.5 miles. Atlanta's just a little bit, or Talladega's just a little bit bigger than that. Atlanta's a normal 1.5-mile track, so it's everything of the super speedway racing condensed into a smaller thing. Uh, Kevin Harvick, let me see. I was listening to Kevin Harvick's new podcast. Pretty pretty good podcast. I did like that. Um, Kevin Harvick said, the most intense thing I've ever done is racing at the new Atlanta. Uh, and Kevin Harvick's done a few things in, in his career and in his time as a race car driver. Uh, says it's the most intense thing he's ever done. There's just, not that there's a bunch of time to breathe and relax at Daytona, but it's bigger. You know, the corners are a little wider sweeping. The straightaways are longer. Atlanta, it's not as much. It's it's all moving a lot quicker, and like Derek said, it's a handling track, and so you've got to to factor that into it as well. So um, we've only got a four race sample size as far as looking at Atlanta specifically. They've only you know they've raced here twice each season. They'll race here twice this season. A little bit different though. It's here in the spring, like it was last season, a little earlier. But uh, instead of being in the summer. They've moved this to be the first race of the playoffs. So they're going to start the playoffs off with a chaotic super speedway or super intermediate uh, race, if you want to go with that, like JDK said. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun show. Um, so far, it's been top heavy winners, right? We've had four races. Byron's won twice here, actually, coming off of a win last week. So you've got that. Um, Chase Elliott has a win here, and Joey Logano has the other one. So we've not seen the big upset winners here yet. We've seen a little bit more of, you know, like Chase Elliott led 96 laps in one of these races. We've seen a little bit more of that where the field kind of settles in and rides a little more, but the big one's still going to happen. You're going to have that element to it, and that's all going to factor in. Um, so it's a it's a solid combination of 
you know, in between a Daytona, in between an intermediate, but definitely more of the Daytona Talladega's type of racing. So I think you can still look at those, look at super speedways in general, and then obviously weigh in the four races that that we've had so far in Atlanta. Well, I mean, we've labeled we've labeled them all pack races, right? I mean, this is no longer a, a restrictor plate or a, a, a tapered spacer or whatever the hell you want to call it on any given day. This is all turned into just essentially pack racing, and so there is an art, and there's an art in the next gen car now to pack racing because it's not the same as it was back in the old days before this this new generation car so again these guys are still getting used to it and now they're getting used to it on a much narrower track in atlanta you know the three wide stuff is not necessarily going to fly as easily as it does on daytona yeah. you'll, you'll see it but it's you'll, not you'll see it <laughs> it won't be as comfortable as it was at not that it was the super cut well shit was pretty comfortable this past week at daytona they were doing it a lot you'll see it here but it is not near as comfortable here as it is at a Daytona or at a Talladega for sure. Yeah. So again, this is this is a, a beast in and of itself. And so we're definitely going to be keeping an eye uh, on on just, again, the tracks for the last couple of, of uh, seasons from this. Uh, we're, we're not going to get to everybody in the chat. You can't get to everybody now. This is what <laughs> this is the best part of it all. This, that's the best part is it's getting so, so crazy. Uh, Kevin, we do. I do have some thoughts on Bowman coming up, so don't worry about that. Aaron says it's Penske's time to win. I'll give you a little bit of a teaser. One of us has a Penske car winning this. Yes, yes, Nick yes. Fortune says fade Kyle Larson. Uh, Ryan tossed him out for the poll. We do have poll bets are actually up this week, so tossed a couple of those. Uh, Chris wants to know if it's safe if he's missed the Corey LaJoy hour. Uh, caught a couple of strays for Larson on the pod this week. Figured he'd take my hits live. Uh, don't worry. You haven't missed anything, Chris. So, uh, And Kevin's saying that if Larson wins on a super speedway, They'll break the entire NASCAR gambling community. That is uh, that is true. <laughs> That's so beautiful. Uh, no, definitely. There's there's plenty to go around. We are we are gonna get our picks. And yeah, there's a lot of these names that are floating around, and there's no coincidence that these names are hot on our list. So uh, love it for sure. Well, Cody, I'll tell you what. Let's. Uh, we were just talking about it too before. There's really not a lot of news. These guys wow. didn't have a lot of time to to get anything we're done between now and and race time. <laughs> Yeah, it's only been two days since the race. It's almost time to head to Atlanta. So everybody's just ready to get in the swing of the season. Not much not much going on really news-wise. So it's uh, about time to get in the picks. Everybody went home, went to sleep, got up, and started going to Atlanta. So that's where we're at as far as uh, the race is concerned. So we will come back, and we're just going to get right into the picks because we just can't wait for it. So let's do that. But first, let me remind you how much buying tickets actually does suck. I, mean, I don't got to remind you, you know exactly how much buying tickets sucks, especially when you don't know if you're going to be able to go to your event until a couple of days before you're supposed to go, or maybe even sometimes the same day. I don't know. Sometimes plans change and you're like, oh, wait, I can go to this. But then you log on to whatever ticket app you were buying before and you see that the prices are inflated. And then you wonder if you're going to even get your tickets in time. And then you wonder if you're going to be able to get real tickets and not get gouged by third party. Ah, man you know what's great game time takes away all that stress game time you just buy your tickets with the game time app you know you're going to get that guarantee they're going to be on time they're going to be authentic no one's going to try to sell you fake tickets you're going to get the lowest fees you're going to get better prices and all for these last minute ticket deals and the tickets that you buy way ahead of time if you're a planner and you can stick to your plans good for you game time even takes more stress out of the whole process for you too plus it's made for your phone tickets come right to your phone you don't have to wait in the mail for them and you're going to get a picture of where you're sitting and what you're going to see from that seat. 
So many great things about Game Time. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code SGPN for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account, redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download Game Time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We love Underdog Fantasy, and Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long NBA, NHL, college basketball, NASCAR, F1. Ah, so much to choose from. Simply pick higher or lower or better or worse on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. You can win 100x with some spicy plays. We're going to give you plenty of underdog plays later on this week, so make sure you stay tuned for all of that, our special underdog pick'em show and DFS. So watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash. Over on Underdog's mobile app or website, it's underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code RACESGPN, Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code race SGPN and make sure you do that please we are in a heated battle with the rest of the shows out there and we would love to kick their ass and show them that the NASCAR gambling podcast has the most interactive and best audience out there so go sign up for underdog fantasy go grab somebody else's phone and sign up for underdog fantasy use promo code race SGPN they're going to thank you we're going to thank you and we all love you very much love it Rod I was looking at game time while you were talking about that there they have some Cup Series tickets uh, throughout the season as low as $32 for a Cup oh. Series ticket. You have that $20 off, that's 12 bucks you'd be bucks. paying for a Cup Series ticket. So uh, look into that. Uh, yeah, like you said, it's hard to keep up on the chat. Uh, Dos Flacos with an absolutely disgusting... We need that uh, the Joe Buck clip when Randy Moss mooned everyone <laughs> and he's like, that is a disgusting act. We need that clip. Uh, not even going to... You have to be on the YouTube for that one. Not even going to say it. Uh, I think Chris is just here to hate me anymore. He wants Voldemort to win this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, King checking in saying that uh, hates the super speedway races, ready for Las Vegas. Again, if you're newer to the NASCAR betting scene, if you're you know, getting into it this year or whatever the case is, this is another week of take it easy, pretend you're losing all of them, kind of spread your shots out there. Next week is where we really get into it. So um, that'll be the more... <laughs> It's more normal, quote unquote, racing at least, and a little easier to, to kind of break down and handicap. But that being said, Rod, we still have plenty of opportunities to cash this weekend at Atlanta, and you know how much I love betting on super speedways. So should we uh, get into the picks? Yeah, we should. Although I know we're all ready for Vegas, I'm especially ready for Vegas because I'm yeah, going. To Rod's going to be there. If you missed it in the truck uh, episode, I got approved. I'm going to be going to Vegas for uh, hopefully all three days. I'm hoping to make my schedule work for all three days, the truck, the Xfinity, and the, the cup races, but I'll be there. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, and he's going to have the media pass, get the up-close access, so uh, make sure you're following him on Twitter, RJ Gomez. Make sure you're following the show, at NASCAR Gambling. He'll be uh, posting plenty of stuff over there for sure. All right, Rod, um, you know... It's already been brought up in the chat. It's been brought up in the Discord. Shout out to the Discord, by the way. We got people in the Discord that, that are making trackers for which races you can bring alcohol into. So that's you're not in the Discord. Right there. You're missing out. All right. So get over there. SG.pn slash Discord. That'll take you to it. Get to the NASCAR channel. Anyways, Rod, um, I was looking for my tablets here. Couldn't quite find them. Can you remind me what the commandment is for super speedway racing? Thou shalt always, and I repeat, always fade Kyle Larson, no matter how good he looks. Absolutely. That is the commandment, and uh, that's, that sticks true. Now, next week, when we get to Las Vegas, Kyle Larson's going to be one of the favorites for a very good reason. Again, one of the best drivers in the world, not good at super speedways. Specifically, Rod, 
not been good at this new Atlanta racetrack. It has been rough for Kyle Larson. I've updated my stat because it has changed. He's now one for 42 on super speedways and getting inside of the top five. Um, one finish and 42 super speedway starts in the Cup Series. Um, 11th place last week, but again, kind of an outlier. And honestly, I'm happy it happened because we still cashed a Bowman head-to-head. And it's given us the gamut of great head-to-heads this week because the books were something like, oh, maybe he's good at these and threw them back up against all the good people, which is absolutely amazing. So I've got three head-to-heads against Kyle Larson. That's what I'm going to take. I know somebody had mentioned in the chat um, about thinking it was a head-to-head week uh, with Walter saying he felt like matchups the way to go to this week. Still not big on the matchups this week. These are the only ones I'm taking is against Larson. I'm sticking to what's made me money for years at this point. William Byron, who just won the Daytona 500 last week, Rod, has won twice at Daytona, twice at Atlanta on this new configuration. He's won half the races on the new configuration against Kyle Larson, minus 115 at Caesars. Yes, Superbook has got Bubba Wallace against Kyle Larson, plus 105. Yes, please. And FanDuel, thanks to uh, our buddy Zero in the in the uh, Zero, <laughs> Zero and then a bunch of numbers, but shout out to him in the Discord because... He just dropped in that Blaney is head-to-head with Larson. Minus 112 on FanDuel. Give me all three of these. Look, Larson, three, four starts here at this new Atlanta rod. 36th, 31st. He did have a 13th in there. And 30th. Three times he's finished 30th or worse in four races on this new track. You know, and, and I've heard some people saying, well, if there's a super speedway he's going to win, it's probably this week because it's, it's more handling and stuff. So, He's not even come close. He's, you know, 13th place was a one decent finish, but uh, three finishes, 30th or worse, in four races is pretty crazy. You go back and you look at Daytona. Yeah, he had that 11th, but 27th, 18th, 37th, 32nd. Talladega, you got a 15th in there, 33rd, 18th. You got a fourth. That was his one career top five, right? 37, 40, 39, some of his most recent results there. William Byron obviously won this past week. He's won at Atlanta twice. Now, he has been a little hit and miss at Atlanta because he's won twice, but he's also got a 30th and a 32nd, so I will toss that out there in against the Byron camp, but still trust him more when it comes to super speedway racing. Um, Won, of course, at Daytona this past week. Had an eighth place in his last start there. Talladega, uh, most recently, a second, a seventh, a 12th, a 15th. Again, he's getting good, solid results, so love that for Byron. Uh, Bubba Wallace just finished fifth last week in the 500, so both these guys beat Kyle Larson this past week as well. Um, hasn't been as good for Bubba. He's got a 25th and a 27th at Atlanta, but also a 14th and a 13th. And, and again, his super speedway racing in general is just better. I didn't have time to write down any of the Blaney stats here, but it's Ryan Blaney on super speedways. Obviously, he took a couple of nasty hits at Daytona. We know that, but still better in general. I think this sets up perfectly. Kyle Larson had a good week at Daytona. He got to the end, but... The history shows us he just generally doesn't make it to the end. He's not been good since they've repaved Atlanta. Um, there, you know, it's a tighter racing, tighter track. So maybe he, you know, the less avoidance to be able to get it out of these wrecks. He just gets caught up in them. He gets swept up in them. It's how it works. Again, if Kyle Larson wins a Super Speedway, it won't completely shock me because he's done it in X. He has won an Xfinity on the Super Speedway before. Just different racing, different cars. We get it, but. Um, and he's one of the greatest drivers in the whole world, as you know. But it's you got to keep fading him because he just has not gotten it done so far. So I know that was a long fade Kyle Larson segment, but needs to be said. It's been a moneymaker for years at this point. 
it's an auto thing, and, and the books over-adjusted very quickly based on one result. Jump on it. Take advantage this week. Those are the matchups I'm targeting. Listen, the only the only thing here is that if you consistently do this, if you consistently bet this, you're winning. And and yes, you're going to take a hit every once in a while. It hasn't happened in a long time. So you have been consistently, like you said, been winning money on this commandment. So yeah, if you take a lump that he does good, okay, that's the one. Because then next week you're going to, or the next time around, you're going to go back to doing it again. So it's it's an outlier, right? You just yeah. it's not a, it's not a a pattern one. it's just to happens and all that's three of happens. these guys have won on super speedways byron's won four super speedway races blaney's got what he's won at i think he's won at dega twice and maybe daytona once as well um yeah and bubba's won at talladega as well i, I just they're all winners against larson it, you got to keep fading him until until we see otherwise and you know if he gets an 11th and beats you on a couple of these it's fine it's still head-to-heads on super speedways are always more risky than the normal head-to-head on a week-to-week basis because it's super speedway racing. So keep that in mind, but love continuing to fade Kyle Larson on these. And I'm probably going to bet on Kyle Larson at Vegas, just so everyone realizes I don't hate the guy. I mean, you're going to have to at this point, right? Just to save your face. But uh, <laughs> all right, I will give you my first pick, but I also want to give you a big plug for Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NBA season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. So earlier in the comments, we had a JDK talking about... Eric Jones, one hundred percent top ten. Eric, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you on that one there, JDK. I absolutely love Eric Jones' top ten number. That is at plus one eighty. You look at Eric Jones over the last what four or four races here, the last two years on this track. What since the repave, he has been the eighth in total speed rankings. He is ranked eighth on this track in total speed rankings. Uh, he was 12th in the Atlanta 2022, 14th, 12th in the Atlanta 2023, as far as speed rankings con- is concerned, and 7th last season for an average of a 11.3 average rank as far as speed is concerned. Well, if you tell me that's one position or one and a third, one, almost two positions outside of the top 10, that means he can definitely sneak his way inside of a top 10 What's he done on this track since? Well, his finishes have been fantastic, actually. It's funny because he's eighth in speed ranking, but in the fall of 2022, he ended up finishing fourth. In the spring of 2023, so last year's race, he finished eighth here. Uh, And then in the fall of 2023, he finished 11th. In the only other race that was outside of anything, it was 14th in the spring. of. So we're talking top 15 finishes. And as we know, in pack racing, if you're in the top 15, you can very easily move your way inside of the top 10. And he's done it twice, twice out of the four times that they've been on this configuration of Atlanta. He has finished inside of the top 10. I know it's not necessarily as sexy of a number as you want it to be, but plus 180 is definitely a good number for Eric Jones to be able to get inside the top 10 again. And by the way, he finished eighth last week at Daytona. So these Toyotas, these 
uh, brand new Legacy Motor Club Toyotas are actually doing well, uh, with the exception of Jimmy, who <laughs> can never finish a race, damn it. Uh, he'll get there, though. Once he finishes, I'll, I'll have the champagne and I'll pop it. But uh, It's his, coming to Dover. That's, that's, I hope I'm saving so. my Jimmy bets for Dover. I, and now you know what? They're going to have to put the 84 Carvana car up there if that happens. But um, I will say that I'm definitely high on Eric Jones. And listen, give me his teammate, too. His teammate, Joe, uh, John Hunter Nemechek. Joe Nemechek. I was watching. I was watching. I am Harvick today, and I saw. I saw Joe. Uh, Rod's, Rod's thinking back to those Army car days. I'm, I'm pining for those O one days. Uh, John Hunter, the the son. Uh, John Hunter at plus two sixty for a top ten finish as well. I mean, listen. You know, pack racing that that puts you closer to your teammates, closer to your manufacturers, which we saw. John Hunter finished seventh, right, and Eric Jones finished eighth. So I, I think they can be in for another finish like that back-to-back finish between those two teammates and if you're taking one at plus 180 you might as well take the other at plus 260 just to sort of get yourself uh double the money when they both come in and it could be nine tenth right it doesn't have to be four or five it doesn't have to be anything it could be nine tenth and you're still cashing this bet so uh, i think both of those legacy guys can get in the top 10 so might as well bet them accordingly yeah, I, I love it. I've actually got more thoughts on on Nemechek here in a few minutes. And Eric Jones, a solid, solid guy on super speedways. Kevin S. with the book should offer special speedway bets like head-to-head driver A versus driver B who wrecks first. That's kind of what the matchups are anyways for the most part. Um, but yeah, that would be the fade Harrison Burton segment if, uh, if they offered that because he seems to be the first one caught up in all these wrecks for sure. JDK wants to know if Briscoe versus Larson head-to-head on a super speedway, which side would you bet on? Um, it's a very clear answer because in 18 starts, Chase Briscoe has two career top fives, so he's uh, done a lot more in a lot less starts. He's also beat him three or four times at Atlanta, and uh, yeah, so give me give me the Chase Briscoe side of things. I don't know if you actually being offered that, but if it's out there, I would still take it. Sorry, Kyle Larson again, but just how it goes. Uh, someone wanted some Alex Bowman love in the chat earlier as well. I've got some Alex Bowman love for you. I'm going to take him to be a top five finisher, plus 320. Top finishing Chevrolet, nine to one for Alex Bowman. Um, look, Alex Bowman, second place at Daytona last week. You know, again, if if Dale Jr. had such a good uh, rant on the person pushing the button deciding the Daytona 500, which I completely 100% agreed with, and we need to find some different type of way to figure this out. But if that person waits, half a second later they already waited a second they could have waited a half a second later alex bowman is the daytona 500 champion he's going to come in this week wanting to prove diff you know that maybe that should have been him and that he can do it that that he can get it done so uh love alex bowman this week you know four starts here he's got a 32nd and a 26 so he's gotten caught up in the shit a couple of times as speedways go but he's also got a 10th and a 14th place finish you go back to his last three races at daytona second place obviously this past you know, past week here at Daytona, uh, and then a sixth and a fifth and the two before that. Talladega, 28th in the fall, but 13th and 9th in the two races before that. He's kind of been quietly a pretty solid super speedway guy. We saw the Hendrick cars kind of working together, doing a good job. You know, him and Bowman or him and Byron might have helped take out half the field to get their, their first second place finish. But hey, you got to survive it. They survived it. They made it to the end. I think he could do it again. I think he's a good value at, at top five at plus 320. And then top finish in Chevrolet at plus 900, I think is, is kind of a little bit sneaky. I know 
Again, Chevrolets dominate the field. There's a lot of Chevys. It's, it is a little harder to get to be that top Chevrolet, but I've seen it before. You know, I've cashed top Chevrolet bets on super speedways in ninth place. Most that's the one that always pops into my mind is ninth place. All you had to do was finish in ninth place, cash the top Chevrolet. Guys like Corey LaJoy have done it before, stuff like that. So definitely very possible for Bowman to do it. So Alex Bowman top five plus three twenty, top Chevy nine to one. At some point, Hendrick has to reassert dominance, right? I mean, last season was sort of a a just an off season for all of them. And you know, two of them get hurt. Kyle Larson's not winning 600 races, and William Byron is winning six, but still can't come up with a championship. So uh, for Hendrick, it's you know it's one of those we got to do it this year, and I think this is a good start. And for Alex Bowman, we talked a lot about at the beginning of his season last year, right? How how we thought for sure that he was going to carry his dominance all through the rest of it. So um, maybe it re, re resumes this week or reconvenes this week, and he gets off to a better start as well. So. Uh, definitely like that for this uh, this camp. Uh, all right. Speaking of uh, which, I'm going to take two teammates that were actually working together last week in the Daytona 500 for a half a second. Uh, it was very weird to see Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch sort of uh, working together there for a hot second, right? That 11 and 8 car sort of rekindling old times back in the day. So the Caesars has this special of Hamlin and Busch to both finish inside of the top five. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take it. Why not? Uh, Denny Hamlin, when you look at uh, total speed rankings here at the Atlanta over the last four races, he's inside of the top five. He is fourth uh, as far as driver rankings, tied with Blaney in that regards. Uh, Kyle Busch, not necessarily there with them. Uh, he's 24th in that, but of course we know that Kyle Busch overall is a damn good race car driver. Uh, he had a really off beginning of the season uh, last year it was well it was a kind of hot and cold start to his season right he he came he out won, won the second race of the season last yeah year. in vegas but then auto club i mean yeah was that second race yeah i think uh, that was last year cody what, what it was, we, well, that was a long time ago that was a long time that track ago. doesn't even exist anymore there's so. there's no yeah don't let's <laughs> not uh yeah that track oh it's gone uh but yeah again so we know that kyle bush is is fully capable of uh, of being a fast car and being able to stick with the lead pack and and work with a guy like Denny Hamlin and we saw last week like I said that they were both sort of working together the finishes weren't there for pretty much either one of them uh, Kyle Busch finished in twelfth and then we know Denny Hamlin didn't get uh, his the finish he wanted out of the day either so it'll be tough to kind of rebound for them for both of them but again both of these cars solid cars. I don't have to sing the accolades of either one of them to you because they're already well documented. So uh, to put them both inside of the top five at plus six fifty, I think I like the the prospects of that. Two guys in the top five at a super speedway can be tough to do, but I think the number is right. So uh, I like that. Steven tossing out Logano and Bread Kozlowski, of course, top ten plus one seventy five for both. That's not bad, obviously. Two elite super speedway guys. I saw him get caught up in it last week. That's always a risk, but. Uh, Plus 175, not a bad number there as well. Uh, did you fill in this next bet for me, Rod? Do do I, I have Daniel? Am I placing a bet on Daniel Suarez? So listen. Is this right? Well, here's here's what happened. So I, I got it in the dock, and you had typed something weird, and I I corrected, I autocorrected it to Suarez. So, yeah, <sighs> that's where we're I'm at. I'm actually in on Daniel Suarez this week, a monumental moment on the show. I'm not sure I've ever bet on him before, but... And you've exactly mocked me really for doing good. it in the past too, so that's <laughs> you. Know, but he's been he's been really good at Atlanta here in the past, which is 
it's just oh, man, I could I couldn't help but I had to do it. So give me Daniel Suarez, top ten plus one sixty over on bet three sixty five. I think top ten is appropriate. Top five, I could see maybe getting a little harder for him to get in, but I think he can survive stuff, get to the end of this. Um, you go back to last season, he finished second place in the spring in this race. Last fall, he finished 29th in this race, but he was sixth place before the final wreck, you know, got involved in the wreck and, and took him out. And that's part of super speedway racing, right? But he was running up there late. Um, and then he's sixth and fourth in his other two starts. So four starts on this track, you know, since the repave three times, he's finished inside the top six. Hard to argue with numbers like that. Uh, for Daniel Suarez, and then you go back and you look, you know, he was seventh place last week in the Daytona 500, very quietly, survived till the end, got there, that's inside the top 10, and his last three at Talladega Rod, 10th, 9th, and 8th, so all inside the top 10. Again, probably not a guy I'm going to pick to win a super speedway race at this point, right? I don't, I don't know that he's aggressive enough for that. I don't know that, that he can get up there, but it seems like he's got somewhat of an ability to survive, especially at Atlanta. He's been getting it done. So give me Daniel Suarez for maybe the first time ever. Top 10 plus 160. You will never hear me ever say that I don't like a Daniel Suarez bet. Now, again, it's only because I think he's got the potential to do it each and every time he sets foot on the track. It's just a matter of how that potential is played out throughout the course of the race. So um, I, I want to see him succeed. I do because I think it's good for the sport. I think it's good for him. Um, and it's good for track house. And we know that uh, we're pretty high on, on track house altogether. Uh, Dos Flacos, Brad Caterick, everyone behind him is minus 270. <laughs> minus 270 on Superbook. If you wanted a lock for the weekend, that is the lock. Uh, Kozlowski is the most aggressive pusher we've possibly ever seen on super speedways. And he is not afraid to shove you out of the way, even if it's three laps into the Daytona 500. So, uh, you know, that's, that's how it goes. <laughs> well, and it's, that's pretty funny though, but I'm actually going to go and I'm going to, so you, you had Suarez, but I already had this before you even had Suarez. I have his teammate. I'm going to take Ross Chastain as a top three car here. His top three number is set at seven to one. So I really, really like this number for Chastain as a, as a top three car in this race. Um, and honestly, to me, this is one of the, the, I think somebody said Chastain, uh, there's a Chastain direct for the flies of football field. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, no, but for Chastain, it wasn't funny last week when we had bets on him, Rock. <laughs> no, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, not necessarily the greatest speed ranking on this track altogether. Uh, but what I will say is that, uh, his last couple of finishes uh, in 2022, now last year was a rough year for him. He had 13th and a 35th place finish. He was on the DVP clock and he never recovered. But the year before that, two runner-up finishes on this track. We talked, too, a little bit about the whole Ross Chastain getting slapped, uh, and that was the fall race. That was that was really what... And a DVP doesn't necessarily correlate with being slapped on the wrist and not driving as aggressively as he should, but it just felt at parts of the, the season that Ross Chastain wasn't taking the kind of chances that he was taking last season when he managed to get two second-place finishes out of this race. Not to mention... In both of those races, he led laps. He led 42 in the uh, spring race of 2022 and then 32 the following in the fall, right? So he was a fast car. He was up front for most of the race uh, and then led five laps in that 2023 race, only finishing 13th in that one. But still, we know how good Ross Chastain is. We know how good that Ross Chastain can be. Like I said, the speed rankings don't prove it. He's 18. He's averaged 18th over the last... 
uh, four races as far as speed ranking is concerned. But when you look at those finishes, doesn't, doesn't matter on super speedways. Does not matter on super it speedways. Doesn't. No, it doesn't. Because you look at his green flag speed too. Uh, that's twelfth. He's twelfth on the list in green flag speed uh, in, in last in twenty twenty twos, and he still finished second. So I mean, if he's if he's not even one of the fastest cars up there, you know he knows how to put it up there and and put it where it counts when it when it's done. Uh, he was second in in total speed, a uh, green flag speed in the 2022 fall and finished second in that race. So I'm telling you, Ross Chastain, top three finished seven to one is crazy number for that to happen though. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I think it's great. I I'm glad you got some Chastain on your card. Cause I felt sad leaving him off after being close to hitting him last week. Didn't find a way to put him in the card this week. So, uh, something to, to note as well. We had this conversation in the discord earlier, the single car speed doesn't matter here. So whatever they do in qualifying doesn't matter. Doesn't matter where you start. You can win from anywhere. Uh, that will come into play next week, right? Well, and then we'll definitely adjust things based on qualifying, based on practice times, all that. But this week doesn't matter. Um, catch up on the chat real quick. Myron, side note, just saw the F1 testing results from today. Looks like this season is going to be a repeat of last season. Yeah, Max is a second and a half faster than everyone. Uh, so. You know, just go bet him minus 8,000 to win everything, I guess. So, <laughs> lost profit. What's up, fellas? Happy to be back at it. Going to be a good year. We agree with you. Um, so, yeah. I, uh, in ha Hamlin KFB, isn't that the is that the play you just gave out? Yeah. Plus, yeah. Plus no, no, no. I gave you Chastain. Well, the play before, though, was Hamlin. And, and, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The play yeah. before. So, that, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Steven's, you're behind, Steven. <laughs> Ron already gave it out, but no. Okay. Um, guy you talked about earlier, John Hunter Nemechek. He's next up on my list. Rod, I'm going to take him to be the top finishing Toyota, 15 to 1 over on Caesars. Again, we're back to the Toyota thing, and it's just a big group, right? And it's a bigger group this season. I, I get that. There's eight cars. No Jimmy Johnson in this race, so it will be eight, not nine. But John Hunter Nemechek um, finished in, where did he finish last week? Seventh place Seventh at the 8500. A nice, strong, solid run, right? He was the third finishing Toyota, but again, if some of these Toyotas get caught up in the wrecks, some of these guys uh, don't do it. You know, Denny Hamlin plus 200 or plus 260 to be the top finishing Toyota, and yet John Hunter Nemechek beat him last week, and that's really just that's the entire case for why you take the longer shot in this. So, uh, Bell ends up third, Bubba fifth, and then it was John Hunter and, and Eric Jones and so on and so forth from there, but I think it's just grossly mispriced at fifteen to one when you know it's plus two sixty for Denny, plus four twenty for a couple other guys. You know, Ty Gibbs is eight to one as the seventh listed Toyota, and then John Hunter is a fifteen to one. You're giving me a group, just a large group, with a guy that's much higher priced than anyone else who just finished seventh last week. By the way, speaking of paint schemes, his car, it's the forty two car which Jamie McMurray drove Haviland for all those years, and and it looks great. So uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I love it. I think fifteen to one, solid for him. He actually won the Xfinity race here last summer, and the last time Xfinity was here, um, doesn't have any Cup Series starts on the the repaved Atlanta, so nothing to look at there. But his other time he was on here in Xfinity, he was in eighth place, had a third place finish in one of the two truck races he started here, um, and again seventh place last week at Daytona, kept it clean, got saved till the end. So uh, that that's. I think that's enough, and it's just it's grossly mispriced. I think at this price, at fifteen to one, over on Caesars for John Hunter to be the top finishing Toyota. 
Uh, well, again, I, to me, it all it takes is for him and Eric Jones to just lock horns for a while and find their way up to the front. And, you know, again, it just all it takes is for them to find that right groove and, and get pushed in the right direction. And if they're in the front and if they're anywhere near anybody that can help push them there, then, yeah, I think good things are in, in store. And I like the number because, again, these top Toyotas, these top Chevys, We've seen it happen more often than not that even the top guys in the in the entire field will start wrecking out and uh, and take everybody out and those people that are nicely behind them benefit just benefit from that. So uh, I love it. All right, I am going to uh, go with the winning manufacturer. I didn't do this last time at, at Daytona, so I'm actually going to go for a uh, um, winning manufacturer on this one. And I'm going to take. I know that it's the chalk. I know that it's the the. I guess the favorite on the board, but Chevy at plus 155. More often than not, you still see the Chevys or the, the uh, especially when Chevy's the top manufacturer, you don't really get a, a 155 out of this. You sometimes don't even get plus money on Chevy to be the winning manufacturer. So, or it's close to, you know, plus 100 or minus 105 or whatever. Um, so I'm definitely going to take the, the chance on this one. Why? Well, to be frank, Chevy's won four of the last five on this track. And all of those are the ones that count, right? We talk about before that doesn't really count. Uh, Ford had won five in a row uh, before the repave. And since then, Chevy has won four out of the five. Ford snagged the other, only other one in there. So to me, that's pretty much dominance. That, that says to me that uh, Chevy's got it figured out on this track. You go back to 2023 in the fall, Chevy's made up four of the top or three yeah four of the top five cars in the field michael mcdowell the only ford to bust through that chevy line uh the one year where ford won it they had two fords a toyota and a chevy so uh the the year ford took it down they actually were able to to get that but the the year before that it was chevy that had five of the seven cars in the top 10 uh which again asserts dominance in that Chevy again in the in the uh, spring rather of 2022, six of seven in the top ten. I mean, honestly, that's all you need to know. And if though if they can get six cars in the top ten, if they can get seven cars in the top ten, that says to me one of those is probably going to end up being the winner. And uh, I like that they've done it all four times that we've run this super speedway configuration on the track. So plus one fifty five. Well, it may not be. Uh, a gigantic, huge number for you, Cody. If you win a one fifty five plus one fifty five bet, does it still feel good? Uh, it does. Okay. It does, in fact, still feel good. Also, Rod, I'm giving out four outrights today to win this. Um, spoiler alert: all four Chevrolets, all four Chevrolets, including Rod. Oh, oh it's Corey LaJoy oh. time, baby! Get out the car lift. We're going to Atlanta. It's time to bet on Corey LaJoy. He cashed for us last week at Daytona. Got a nice, solid top five. You know the stats. You know how good he is on the super speedways. Not going to repeat it all, but at Atlanta in particular, uh, 2022, two laps to go. Corey LaJoy crosses the line leading. I'm holding a 250 to one ticket, screaming at my TV. He gets put in the wall. Doesn't finish very good. Unfortunately, did not uh, did not cash that day, but Second place this race in the spring last season. Last fall, he was 20. Or wait a minute. I'm looking at the wrong. Oh, boy. I uh, see. I was so excited. I was looking at the wrong person. I was looking at the Daniel Suarez stats. But 
31st place in the fall, did get caught up in a wreck early and went out. Fourth place in this race in the spring last season. Um, 21st in the summer of 2022, but Rod, that's when he was take took the only two laps to go, cross the line as the leader. Chase Elliott, of course, puts him in the wall and ends up winning the race. Um, but and then um, fifth place in the other Atlanta race. So he's got a fourth, a fifth, and a 21st and a 22nd. Um, in the 22nd, again, a little misleading because he was he was leading with two to go. Fourth place at Daytona this past weekend, all in on Corey LaJoy again. So we're going to ride the car lift all the way to the top. Top five finish, six to one. Top 10, 10 uh, plus 220. Top three, 12 to one. Top Chevrolet, 20 to one. They're catching up, Rod. The books are getting there. 40 to one to win over on BetMGM. Still like it. All in on Chase Elliott, or not on Chase. I'm in on him too. Spoiler alert. But all in on Corey LaJoy this week. Gosh, I was so excited. I fucked all of that up. But Corey LaJoy, car lift, right to the top again. Look, it paid off for us last week. He got in the top five. I, I hate how popular of a underdog pick he's becoming because I've been on the Corey LaJoy train. 250 to one before anyone else was there. But we're going to ride it until it cashes. This might be the week. You got to be on Corey LaJoy. And again, of all three uh, Super Bowls, Atlanta has been his best uh, easily in the four races we've had here. So ride the Corey LaJoy car lift. Take us to the promised land yet again. You have no one to blame but yourself. I'll tell also, you that one right now. You have no going, one to blame. Going back into <laughs> Walter wants to know if I'm excited or nervous. Combination of both, uh, but mostly exciting. Also, 33 to 1 we cashed last spring in this race. Top Chevrolet finishing in fourth spot on Corey LaJoy. Also had his top five, his top 10. Of course, he rode the car lift then as well. So uh, he paid big for us last year in this race. Got to run it back with that. Paid big for us last week, running it back again as well. Yeah, again, like I said, you got no one else to blame but yourself for that because when you start putting it out there in the world, the people listen. I mean, we know books listen. We I know that people do. are listening. So, <laughs> like, you have, you have single Corey, uh, Corey LaJoy needs to, like, write you personally to, uh, to thank you for boosting the numbers of his fan club because uh, you single-handedly have started the give Corey me, LaJoy revolution. Give me the penny stacker of the week when you win this week, Corey. Come on. Uh, I've, been, I've been betting on you since it was 250 to 1. I'm going to hit on you 40 to 1 this week. Give, give me a shot. Yeah, he's literally stacking pennies all over uh, that. So, uh, all right. I am going to go to, surprise, surprise, winning car number. Uh, because I, I feel like this is a good a good value for the winning car number as even at minus 105. I know uh, over the last few weeks we've seen some pretty, ter- I mean, not last few weeks, I suppose the last few weeks of the season. We only had one week of the season. Uh, some pretty terrible car number odds for you know, even or whatever, but this one's not juiced enough uh, for me to, to go off of it. So uh, minus 105 for even, who do you get an even? Well, you get a proven Austin Sindrick, who's won at a super speedway-esque race. Uh, you get Josh Berry. Hooray, a reason to cheer for Josh Berry. You get Brad Keselowski. You get Kyle Busch, which is one of the big hitters in this one. Uh, you do get Noah Gragson, who, you know, had a pretty decent showing in that 10 car in Daytona. Will he win? Probably not, but if he does, you're covered. You get Blaney, you get Briscoe, uh, you get Josh Williams, which is fun for you to cheer for, uh, but really where I'm kind of going is you get Bell, you get Logano, you get Byron, 
right? You get McDowell if McDowell does not just completely duck out of this race like he did at Daytona. Um, you have fun cheering for Todd Gilliland. Maybe. Oh, I think McDowell's still logging laps, just drinking a beer, driving around. <laughs> I think what he what he's trying to do is he's trying to figure out when to come into pit because I think he doesn't figure <laughs> out like he's still out there in Daytona going. Where's he was, my he help? was saving gas better than anyone. Where's my help? I don't know what's going on. Uh, you get John Hunter. So if John Hunter becomes the top Toyota by winning, you get that as well. Uh, you also get Alex Bowman, which is a good one. You get Ty Gibbs, who somebody is already in the chat saying that Ty Gibbs is being slept on. And then you get your good old buddy, BJ McLeod. So uh, love that. I would totally love to see BJ McLeod, uh, you know, try to chug along for a... He's chartered, right? So he's going to get in. No, he's not. Well, he's not chartered, but he'll be in because there's not enough entries. Yeah, there's so, only thirty. Is he in? Thirty-seven. Well, there's. I didn't even look. There's thirty-seven, there's 37 on here. Entries, so yeah, maybe but one forty cars are allowed to race. Yeah, so. okay. Thirty-six charters are locked in, obviously, and then he'll be in because he'll be the only open car. Perfect. So, oh, okay. not a bunch of open cars this week. I guess we probably should have covered that at the beginning, but yeah, everyone will be in the race. Maybe BJ McLeod will cash this for you. Who knows? This is my this is my I am cheering for BJ McLeod to win this race because I want this number to hit. Like that, that's all it this is. This is uh, I mean, imagine hitting a bet on BJ McLeod, and it wouldn't be the actually. I think we have hit bets on BJ McLeod before. So. I know, I know <laughs> that putting an outright on him would be more fun because it's a hell of a big ticket. But yeah, I don't know if it would be fun because it wouldn't. <laughs> Although he, he looked damn good in the dual race. Yeah, he did. I was really sad he didn't make the five hundred because would it feel was, good though? Would it feel good? What okay. Honestly, would cashing a bet on on BJ McLeod feel good? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. All right. I'm just saying because like I, some people I'm feel dirty. Sure. I wouldn't want you. To feel I know dirty. I've definitely hit top tens on him before at Super Speedways. I think I've hit on him um, a top five once, maybe even two. He might have as many career top fives on the Super Speedway as Kyle Larson. Yeah, that could very well be. <laughs> if that tells you anything. Uh, Walter uh, <laughs> or uh, Myron talking about Josh Williams. I think it was around this time when he when he sat out. Part when he parked it. Uh, yeah, it was that later. was it. Was it Atlanta or was it Talladega? I feel like it was. A, might have been Atlanta. I think it was Atlanta, but yeah, I think it was. We'll to, someone looked that up. Yeah, because yeah, it was not because uh, Atlanta yeah, was Joe the Slack third race. Chiming in saying it was Atlanta. Atlanta. So yeah. there you go. Maybe and Jay, Josh, we probably should have again mentioned all this at the top of the show, but uh, AJ Allmendinger is not in the 16 car this week. That's of course a, a rotating car, so that will be Josh Williams in the 16 this week. Um, and then BJ, obviously, back in the 78. The other rotating car is the 15. Riley Herbst was in that last week. Kaz Grawla in that this week. So really the only driver changes. None of the other open cars are entered, so no Jimmy Johnson. Um, you know, Kaz Grawla is not in the 36 this week. That one's not in there. Um, I don't remember who the other open cars were that made the race. David Reagan's not in this one in the 60. And the other open car that made the race is also not in the race. Uh, Yaley? <laughs> Who was it? No, he no, Yaley got kicked out. That's right. He, yeah. Who was the other open car in the 500? That was last. That was God. that was three days ago, Cody. Come on, man. I'm already moved on to Atlanta. Like, okay, we're it, already it really it doesn't matter. So that's that doesn't matter. I uh, wanted to see. Let's see. Gar yeah, Jerry asking for Rod's untapped name. You mentioned oh, untapped the other day. You're going to get some followers on untapped now. So. Yes, please. Uh, Jerry, Jerry look for Rod Via Gomez. You'll, you'll oh, see my wow. happy little it's face. It's really tricky to find. Yeah, pretty uh, easy. Just use his name. Also, Dos Flacos says, LaJoy needs to pay me back for all the printer toner I use printing the pics of LaJoy. First of all, it's one picture. It's the same picture. I keep it right here, and I've use this. been using it for years now. Second of all, I didn't print it off. He sent it to me personally himself when I bought a hat from him. So, uh, And it's even, look, on the back, it says, thanks for the support. Signed, Corey. 
So uh, personally yeah. himself, Santa send you what that letter back when this, you were five years old, Cody. Admit it. I'm gonna take this to Kansas Speedway with me, and you know, in the spring race when I go, and I'm gonna see if I can get Corey to sign it because, uh, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cody still believed that Santa put that in his stocking when he was six years old. So uh, I love it. All right, listen. I think we're. I think me and Corey are about the same age. So I don't know that Corey was that. Maybe it was a Randy LaJoy one I got back in the day. So it's funny because we're talking about same age. Like uh, I was watching I Am Harvick uh, earlier today, and I finally got a chance to sit down and watch it. And Which, if you haven't seen it, it's oh, running it's all the time on FS1, so, so you can catch it. But it is really, really good. So you, you should watch it. Um, and yeah, and so uh, my wife looked at him and goes, how old is he again? I said, he's the same age as me, babe. Like, he's 48. <laughs> he's, so He's an old man. Yeah, we're both Yeah, we're both old men. I, that's why I'm saying it's I couldn't old, figure out. Look, Look at that. Corey's 32. I'll be 32 in March. So there you we go. Are basically the same age. And so Jimmy, look at Jimmy's the same age as me, too. So all three of us, Kevin, me, and Jimmy, we're all buddies. All the same age. Beautiful. Look at it. All right. Okay, Rod. Pick uh, some winners. All right. We got some winners left to go. So I am going to, to go over. You know, we had a driver named William that races for uh, Hendrick Motorsports win the Daytona 500 last week, Rod. I think that that trend continues. And I think that a William from Hendrick Motorsports is going to win this week. And I think that William is William Clyde Chase Elliott. Ah, got you all there, didn't I? Maybe not, but that's okay. Chase Elliott, I'm taking him to win 13-1 to over on BetMGM. This is his home track. He's only made three starts here. He was injured for one of them last year, so he missed out. Uh, that was one of the races that he missed. Home track, been very good here. Uh, when he won, he led 36 laps, or 96 laps, rather, a dominating race in the summer of 22. Um, he has the 13th, a 6th, and a 1st place in his three starts here. 14th place last week at Daytona. We saw him in the mix at the end. We know how good he is at super speedways. I think that, you know, there's a lot of people picking him last week. Oh, wins the Daytona 500, you know, sets the sets the stage for the comeback. He's starting to get a little pressure on him now because Kyle Larson, we all know, is a top dog at Hendrick. As much as I've been betting against him on super speedways, he's he's the number one guy, right? Well, this William Byron kid is kind of showing out and showing up. He's getting, you know, he was the successor for the twenty four car because we don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> and you know, all this love from Jeff Gordon and Chase Elliott's over here being the most popular driver, being like, "Hey, I'm a champion." Needs to get it figured out. I think this week at home, he still lives in Atlanta. He flies to Charlotte for the competition meetings for the stuff of the shop. And, literally flies himself he is a pilot of his own airplane and flies back to georgia all the time he lives in georgia this is his home race it means a lot to him to win here it meant a lot to him when he won here before i think he does it again again three solid finishes in his three attempts here so give me william clyde elliott to win this race also um i, I want to do this in the most non-creepy way i can but i consulted with steven's daughter about this race he says his damn it's all. He says, damn it, my daughter said Cheddar's and Brestree. Guess who drives the Cheddar's and Brestree cars? The two RCR boys. And I am on them this week as well. Kyle Bush is 16 to 1 over on Superbook. Austin Dillon, 45 to 1 over on Caesars. Give me both RCR cars. Look, last week, Kyle Bush was fast as hell. I know that car speed doesn't necessarily matter on a super speedway, but. You saw him go to the back. You saw him race to the front. You saw him go to the back. You saw him race to the front. He literally drove around with a tire not connected by a lug nut, kept the tire on the car, and still drove his way back to the front. He was fast. He was good. He looked solid. Won the second race of the year last year. I think he might do that again here in Atlanta. Um, 
he's been slowly improving in Atlanta. <laughs> 33rd in the first time they raced here, 20th in the second time, but then 10th last spring, 5th last fall. If he continues to improve, uh, you know, so a 20th, then he doubled his finish, right, to 10th. He doubled his finish to 5th. Now he's going to, I was going to say double, but that wouldn't make sense. He's going to jump up five more spots like he did last time, get in first place. Uh, so I love Kyle Busch. Finished 12th at Daytona. Um, you know, his last couple starts there, a 7th, a 19th, a 10th, a 6th. He won at Talladega last year. He was also leading the 500 at the end of 500 miles last year. Imagine if the caution light guy would have been a, a little slower there and we could have hit that one. That would have been nice. Um, but he was also, uh, you know, had a third place at the spring in Talladega in 2022. So he's been a solid, solid super speedway guy. RCR cars have obviously got some stuff figured out on these super speedways. Um, look at look at Austin Hill in the Xfinity race. Um, and JDK saying there's a reason 83 is 45 to 1. What's the reason? He's really, really solid on super speedways. Um, he is a hit and miss guy, right? So he's either going to wreck on lap three like he did last week and, and not finish, or he's going to win you the race. He's won twice at Daytona before. He's had really solid runs. Um, second place last year at the end of the Daytona 500, at the end of 500 miles to Kyle Busch. They were working together really well, pushing each other. I think we could see that um, again this season. So I think 45 to 1 is a little bit. He's longer than Corey LaJoy is, and he's won two super speedway races before. I don't care if he wrecks out on lap three, but if he can be there at the end of this race and win, I think he it's going to be one or the other. You, and you kind of get that with Austin Dillon, but we've seen him do it before. We know he can do it. Him and Kyle may be working together. We've seen those RCR cars in Infinity and Cup be solid. So give me Kyle Busch at 16 to 1 on uh, Superbook. Austin Dillon 45 to 1 over on Caesars to win the race. Woo, man. Cody brought out the big guns for all of that as well. Uh, for me, I'm going to keep it kind of simple. I, I really am. I'm keeping it very simple. Uh, I'm going with uh, Christopher Bell uh, at uh, 11 to 1. We saw how fast Christopher Bell was, obviously, at Daytona uh, in the duels. We saw how fast Christopher Bell was in the race itself. But here's what we really need to know, is that when you look at the next-gen total speed rankings from our buddies over there at Fantasy Race, the name at the very top of the list when it comes to Atlanta over the last four races, that is young Christopher Bell. He was eighth in total speed rankings in 2022 in the first race. Uh, Atlanta two, he was first. Atlanta one of 2023, he was third. Atlanta 2023, he was uh, the second one, he was fifth. So he's got an average uh, speed ranking of 4.3, which is better than William Byron at 5.3. And look, the thing about Christopher Bell is I, I don't normally, excuse me, I don't normally take Christopher Bell. I get all choked up when I even think about taking Christopher Bell because it's not somebody that I'm very comfortable uh, suggesting on a week to week basis because not everybody's got cardboard in their, uh, in their pockets to throw on the track when need be. Um, but Christopher Bell did finish third last week at Daytona right after her, just a really up and down. He was all over the place. He led 22 laps, uh, but came in behind the two Hendrick boys. And had they, had they run that last lap? He could have very well. I, Byron lost all the run behind him because they were wrecking underneath, and and Bowman had shot out there. Bell and Bubba were coming, and and yeah, I Bell very potentially could have won that race had it gone another lap. Yeah, again, and he really didn't have a whole lot of friends are around him either. Uh, he did have uh, Bubba Wallace around and and John Hunter Nemechek, but I don't think they were close enough to make any sort of 
uh, edge to make any difference to whether or not he was going to finish better than that. Uh, but you look at his finishes, he's only got one really good finish, and this is why I think he's 11-1. to one. He's only got a third-place finish. All that total speed ranking and not good finishes for Christopher Bell, so I think that's why you're getting a steal at him at 11-1. to one. So I definitely don't hate him. And then, just look, give me Logano at 10-1. to one. I, I, Logano should have been much better at Daytona than he was. I just, I feel like, unfortunately, he didn't get the, the he got the raw end of the stick. Uh, starting from the pole, right? Led 45 laps, had a fast, fast damn car, and then he wrecked, and then he got wrecked, and then he got collected in that oh, melee of a race, or of a wreck that took everybody out in 193, but I feel like he got robbed of a really, really good run. I feel like he probably could have gotten back up to the front and won that race had he not got collected in that in that wreck. So let's run it back. I mean, for Joey Logano, it's it's he's kind of not necessarily up at the top, but he's in the top 10 of total speed rankings overall. Uh, thir- 15th in Atlanta, 1 of 2022, 20th. Uh, so not a good 2022, but 4th in the first race of Atlanta uh, of 2023, and then 16th. So he's... 13.8 ninth overall on that one. And again, for Joey Logano, it's an even year. I'm going to wear that uh, that uh, narrative out. And if you get tired of it, you can turn it off. That's fine. I'm all right with that. But please don't. Just know that I, this is the last time I go back to that. Uh, but I think, yeah, again, we, sh- we saw enough out of Logano last week in Daytona to know that he's still good. Um, we can't take that away from him, obviously. And, uh, and I think he's going to be good again this week in 20 total starts he does have one win on this track three top fives and seven top tens over the last couple of obviously he won that race the this race last year uh, and then finished 17th after that but 140 laps that he led in that spring race that is a dominant 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 uh especially on a super speedway-esque type of a race so um yeah give me joy logano to to repeat as the am better 400 winner it's hard to argue with either of those picks. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't have an argument. Rod, there is poll bets available. I've got two poll bets to toss out there. Give me Joey Logano, you just mentioned, plus 650. Um, look, he got the poll last week at Daytona. Obviously, this new Ford must have some speed on the super speedways. It's the same exact package. You know, it worked for him last week. What makes you think we're going to come back here? And he doesn't just do it again. Uh, he was really fast. And... They beat the Chevy guys. We know how much Hendrick em- puts emphasis on sitting on the front row. They weren't able to do it to two Fords that sat on the front row. Joey Logano's uh, plus 650. He won the pole here last spring in the same race and uh, started fourth in the, the fall race as well. So two solid qualifying efforts from him already. And you've already, we've got one sample size in this new car last week, you know, here. And he's still plus 650. He's the favorite, yes, but that's a good number. So give me Joey Logano to sit on the pole. And then also, Rod, something that makes absolutely no zero sense at all to me. Michael McDowell is 30 to 1 to sit on the pole. He sat outside row one last week at Daytona. The race didn't go his way. We just joked about how he's still running laps out there all by himself, right? That's just got to be the most brutal feeling, isn't it? Like you're just running down a cylinder, whatever the deal was, and he's just, you know, you see the field go, and then here comes McDowell, and then the pack roars by. Just, just just driving around is rough, but 30 to one for a guy who just sat outside row one. Why couldn't he do it again? Um, I mean, again, the, the, obviously the dark horse here seems to maybe have an advantage. It's a one race sample size, but they were impressive already. 
we're probably not too concerned about the Toyotas qualifying well here because they look like trash last week, right? Um, so that gives opens up more room in the top 10 for these guys to get in there. So uh, McDowell did start 12th here last spring, so had a solid run, not not the greatest ever, but they also... <laughs> Stephen. Stephen in the comments, McDowell literally just made a stop at Love's uh, for a slushy before enjoying the drive. Great line, Stephen. Poor Appreciate Michael. that. That was... Was well, hilarious, but listen. Uh, when I'm in Vegas, when I'm in Vegas, I want to have a beer with you, uh, uh, Michael, uh, McDowell, Michael McDowell. Well, he would probably be a pretty cool guy to have a beer with. I think. I so. think so. Um, but anyways, yeah, Michael McDowell, thirty to one. I think it's just a ridiculously high number for a guy who's already proven. Again, the one race sample size we have. This is the same package. They should have the same notes almost they had last week. Different size track and everything. I get it, but I'm just gonna run it back with those two guys. They sat on the pole. I think both their numbers are good. Joey at plus six fifty. McDowell, 30 to 1. Give me those two guys to, to sit on the pole for this race. I uh, love it. Uh, and and really, for me, I, I do love the Logano pole because I was looking at the poles, but then you got to them first. So I was like, damn it, I can't. I can't necessarily get to the polls. Yes. Uh, so good, good I beat job. beat you to the pole, Rod. You did beat me. Yeah, you won the pole for the pole <laughs> bet. Um, all right, listen, if you see me frantically typing uh, over here, I, I want you to understand that... Uh, Walter brought up in the in the oh, uh, oh, Rod, you're making you're making a graphic on the fly. I am making a graphic on the fly. So All right, well, you you make the graphic on the fly. I'll talk about Walter. Walter, uh, who was in the chat here a little bit earlier. Uh, shout out to him. Also, he got shout out to Walter, one of the first guys to hit me up. Get an NASCAR Gambling Podcast sticker if you would like one of your own. If you could see it there, what, I should point it at the camera. There you go. Uh, leave an Apple Podcast review. Send a screenshot. I'll send you a thing. If you sign up for underdog using the code race SGPN, I'll send you one as well. Just hit me up in the DMS. We'll get it out to you. Um, but yeah, Walter did have the great idea on the X. Hey, could we have a graphic maybe pop up at the end with all the picks? I know Rod reads them all over again for people listening on the podcast and stuff, but it is a lot of picks. So it would be nice to have a graphic. So Rod is apparently taking that on himself right in the middle of the show to make. So shout out to Rod for that. How are we doing, Rod? Do I need to keep talking? No, we're good. So let <laughs> trying me, to fill as much time as I can here. Let me let me download this. See, the, here's the great part about you watching on YouTube. You see this happening as it's happening on on the on the uh, podcast. You wouldn't know that I was sitting here typing, and I think that's why I like podcasting better because you can't really see what I'm doing. So, uh, so for for you guys watching on there, and and again, this is another little commercial for you to to subscribe to the YouTube channel because. The, the big push now for the SGPN is to sort of uh, also grow our YouTube presence. And so the, the bosses Which, love to see. Oh, shout dude. out to all of you guys because we have. Yeah. And I mean, you can even see it in the live listeners. Like it, they continue to get bigger as we go live, which we appreciate. The comments we can hardly keep up with, which is ideal. That's how we want it to be, right? Um, so we love it. So thank you for subscribing to the YouTube. I will actually go ahead and recap the picks for you while Rod finishes getting the graphic uploaded here. So. Uh, get out your pen and paper, Ooh. and uh, here are our picks. Rod started with Eric Jones, top 10, plus 180. Followed it up with John Hunter Nemechek, top 10, plus 260. Um, I went with Fade Larson, hashtag Fade Larson, and uh, here we go. I've got William Byron over him, minus 115 on Caesars. Bubba Wallace over Larson, plus 105 on Superbook. Ryan Blaney over Larson, minus 112 at FanDuel. Shout out to our guy Zero from the Discord for that. Um, Rod had it. Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch, both to finish in the top five, plus 650. I had Alex Bowman to finish in the top five, plus 320. 
Alex Bowman to be the top Chevrolet nine to one. Rod went back to the watermelon man, Ross Chastain, top three boost over on Caesars. I think that was plus 700. I went with Daniels. Yes, I had the bet on Daniel Suarez. <laughs> Took him top 10 plus 160 over on bet 365. Rod went to the Chevrolet to be the winning car plus 155. I have John Hunter Nemechek to be the top finishing Chevrolet or not, not in a Chevrolet. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek to be the top finishing Toyota. Much smaller group over on Caesars at 15 to 1. Rod went back to the winning car number uh, even minus 105. I have the Corey LaJoy car lift, top five plus 600, top 10 plus 220, top three, 12 to one, top Chevy, 20 to one to win the race over on MGM, 40 to one. And then for outrights, Rod had Christopher Bell, 11 to one, Joey Logano, 10 to one. I had Chase Elliott, 13 to one on MGM, Kyle Busch, 16 to one on Superbook, Austin Dillon, AD3, 45 to one over on Caesars. And then my two bets to sit on the pole. Joey Logano plus 650, Michael McDowell 30 to 1. If you're looking on the uh on the YouTube, um Walter says that's freaking beautiful rod and I would agree with him. And the JDK says rod you're fucking awesome. I'm telling you guys, rod does I I, I kind of have the big mouth and do a lot of the talking half the time, but rod does all the behind the scenes stuff. He cuts up all the stuff, uploads video, well, I don't really have to upload videos anymore since we don't live, Thank but God. he does all that. I do the sharing on the socials, but Rod does most of the work is what I'm trying to tell you folks. So appreciate Rod. He's he's the engine that keeps us going. And uh, yeah. Oh, man. We got a second cup race in a week or in a week, but whatever. It's We're on to the week two, and I'm excited. We have a card full of picks. Let's fucking go. Hey, listen, and don't don't knock yourself because I am thankful for the fact that you are the mouthpiece because I need we need somebody out there pounding the pavement for us, and you have gotten us in front of so my, my many people. My wife's always told me I talk a lot, so. Well, I mean, that's kind of the <laughs> part and parcel. It to good use now, I guess. That's part and parcel for the podcast gig, so I think you picked the right uh, the right uh, profession for you, as it were. So, uh, yeah, listen, for those of you who want a recap like that, make sure you head to the YouTube channel and, and that graphic will get fine tuned. Uh, Steven says that, uh, that we have a graphics person in our chat, so we're going to have to hit you up to make a better one. Listen, I'm just best friends with Canva. That's really all there is to it. I, I know how to work Canva to my benefit uh nowadays so that that's where i come from but uh thanks cody for recapping uh, hopefully you did get your pen and paper and if you really want to see it in written form uh in graphics form we may even throw out the discord so that'll be another way for you to get in the discord as well um i, I don't necessarily like always putting picks in the discord because that doesn't give people a reason to listen to the show yeah uh so <laughs> yeah i don't i don't go down you gotta you gotta be on here to get get all the picks yeah indeed <laughs> uh all right well then cody i i man I swear that that went by that hour and 11 minutes just went by way too fast. I know. I just looked up the clock. I'm like, wow, it just it feels like we just got on. We just got started talking. I was talking before we got on the show. I'm tired today. Dragon ass. Man, I don't feel like it anymore. I'm pumped up. I'm excited now. Super Speedway racing again. Let's go back tomorrow with Xfinity picks. Make sure you tune in for that. In the meantime, Rod, you can find me on the X at Husker underscore Zeb. Follow all my work over there. I got a ton of shit all the time, basically. So just check it all out over there. Head over to the YouTube, click the subscribe, click the bell so you get notified when we're live. You can join all these beautiful people over in the chat. We appreciate all the comments and, and getting involved with the show, and that helps us feel closer to you. So we appreciate it. Let's be back tomorrow for uh, some Xfinity picks and do it all over again. Yeah, Cody's not lying. The chat 
definitely jazzes you up every single time. Uh, those of you that are regulars, we absolutely love you. And hey, good for you guys if you want to go pause too. You can pause that on the on the picks page. You don't even have to wait. Uh, you can just sit there and, and write it all down. So uh, it's fantastic stuff. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio. Everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it is Sportsbook Review or In Between Media kicking off the back road tomorrow night with Seth. So uh, check us out there, breaking down Atlanta as well. All right, Cody, we'll be back tomorrow with the Xfinity picks for Atlanta. Until then, everyone, enjoy your evening or morning or however you're listening to this. Go Corey LaJoy and let it ride. Another piece of a broken. I-